This is The Scoop for Monday. I'm Sean Canan with the WMNF News Headlines. Tampa police arrested Tyrell Stephen Phillips and charged him with second-degree murder for his role in fatal shootings that took place early yesterday morning in Ybor City. Tampa police say two people died, a 14-year-old and a 20-year-old. Sixteen other people were transported to nearby hospitals with related injuries. Fifteen of them had gunshot wounds. Five people remained in the hospital as of yesterday. Police say it remains an active and ongoing investigation. Tampa Mayor Jane Castor blamed yesterday's shootings on easy access to guns. Although rent growth has cooled significantly over the past year, the national median rent is still 23% higher than it was just three years ago. WMNF's Chris Young reports on a new study that shows Florida has one of the highest rates of cost burden renters in the country. Newly released data from the U.S. Census Bureau shows that increases in housing costs have been leaving many Americans cost burdened. Uh, it's, it's defined as a household that spends more than 30% of their income on their housing costs. And uh, in some cases, you know, we also look at severe cost burden, which is when more than half of a household's income goes towards their housing costs. Rob Warnock is the senior research associate at Apartment List. They conducted a survey that found 60.3% of renters in Florida were burdened by housing costs, one of the highest rates in the nation. Florida has fairly modest incomes among its renter population. And the increases that we've seen there have not kept up with increases in housing costs. Miami has the nation's highest cost burden rate among the 50 largest metros in the U.S. In Tampa, 58% of households are cost burdened. Luckily, the cost of rent in Tampa Bay is slowing. According to a Tampa Bay Times analysis of Zillow data in August, rent growth is slowing closer to pre-pandemic levels. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young. St. Petersburg's first chief equity officer has resigned less than one month into her role. The Tampa Bay Times reports that Lenise Emanuel wrote a brief resignation letter on Wednesday. It was addressed to Mayor Ken Welch and said she was writing to resign effective immediately. A state district court of appeal will hear arguments this week in a challenge to North Florida's congressional districts. Valerie Crowder reports the case centers on the removal of the region's only district where African-American voters could elect their candidate of choice. Leon County Circuit Court Judge J. Lee Marsh issued a ruling last month blocking the map from use in future elections after finding it unconstitutional. Attorneys for the state quickly appealed that decision, leaving the case unsettled. Plaintiffs include voting rights groups and individual voters who argue that the map should be redrawn in a way that restores black voting power in North Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis signed a map last year eliminating former Congressional District 5, which stretched from Gadsden County to Eastern Duval County. It was held by Democratic Congressman Al Lawson. The First District Court of Appeal decided to take up the case last month after denying a request from both sides to expedite the appeal to the state Supreme Court. The appeal court will hear arguments Tuesday morning. I'm Valerie Crowder. A state senator from Sarasota is pitching his fellow lawmakers about investing in a new homeowner's insurance company that projects a 165% return on investment over five years. The Tampa Bay Times reports that Republican Senator Joe Gruters asked his fellow lawmakers to invest in a new insurance company after changes in state law made it more difficult for homeowners to sue insurance companies. Florida-based insurance companies also have unusual financial structures that can allow executives to extract consumers 
considerable profits from homeowners' premiums. A Democratic state senator told Florida's insurance commissioner last month that as soon as we're done with the last vote in session, I had a couple of people, including legislators, asking if I wanted to invest in an insurance company. That includes Senator Gruder's. Florida will receive more than $100 million from a Biden administration to help lower energy bills. The funding is part of a nearly $4 billion national package. White House spokesperson Maggie Thomas says the energy assistance program can make a lifeline for families. It's going to allow families to afford home energy costs on top of other essentials like food, medicine and housing. Thomas said that last year, 6 million families relied on the Federal Energy Assistance Program to pay their energy bills. She says it's up to states how they distribute the federal funds. For individuals who want to check their eligibility, there's a new tool online at energyhelp.us. Today, it'll be partly cloudy and hot. Highs will be in the high 80s. Tonight, mostly cloudy. Overnight lows in the mid-60s. And tomorrow, sunny and hot with highs in the high 80s. We can expect a cool down beginning Wednesday. I'm Sean Canan with the WMNF News Headlines. This is The Scoop, recorded at WMNF Tampa.